This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. All right, we got a couple baseball here. We're going to go over nine and a half in the Phillies and the Nationals. These games have, uh, have trended this way. Uh, even though the Nationals lineup is depleted, it's Chase Anderson on the mound for the Phillies tonight, which means runs for the opponent. And the Phillies offense with pretty good. Bryce Harper's been red hot lately. So over nine and a half, Nationals, Phillies. Aditi rips one to deep right field. It is long gone. Into the second deck. It's a two-run home run. Eight to three, Phils. From BetQL. Welcome in on this Thursday. It is BetQL Daily here weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Uh, BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. How you doing, Joe G? Uh, wasn't able to gain any ground in the National League East last night. No, it was in, everyone won last night, which is a rarity yeah. in the NL East. These teams aren't very good. But, yeah, I'm doing well this morning, Joe. How are you? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. But you know what? It is now what? I'm in the Central Time Zone. It's 8.01 here, but it's 9.01 Eastern in Detroit. So, by now, Dan Campbell is absolutely rolling. Normally what I do is I get, I'll get two venti. I go to, you know, Starbucks to get two venti of the pipe with two shots in them. So black eye and both. That's what I come in with. That's how I start the day. So give them, I know you got a seven year deal or whatever it was. I don't know if they released all the details, give them the extension. I'm good with hearing him for the next decade. I don't care that the lions are going to be a continue to be a loser forever. That's fine by me. I, I love that man. I, I know there are a lot of people very concerned about his health. I'm not. I'm not. Look at that man. He can withstand uh, anything. He'll be fine. He played in the NFL. He's a tight end. He, he'll be fine. He can withstand the caffeine. But Joe, as a big coffee drinker myself, and I have a weird schedule working mornings, working nights. I stay yeah. up late watching West Coast baseball. I, I drink a lot of coffee. Uh, I probably drink somewhere between five and six cups of coffee a day. Holy rocker. So, but I heard, I heard Dan <laughs> Campbell say that. And I was like, wait a second, that now that's a lot of caffeine. It made me feel like I'm pretty tame in my caffeine intake. That's to, to put the espresso shots in there. That's significant. Like th that's even too much for me. And I drink a lot of coffee. I don't. I've gone through a couple of phases where, when I do drink coffee. I guess now is one of them. I usually have in the morning, like one of these uh, cold brew cans here. Yeah. But that's about it. Like that's all I have all day. Um my wife doesn't drink it at all. We have a coffee maker, but I don't do it. I'm like, that's just easy. I'm going to have a little bit. I'll just have one of those cans. I don't drink it much. Uh, when I worked on the morning show and I was doing updates and getting up at 3 a.m., certainly drink. I learned to uh, like coffee then. Now it's it's manageable. Get up at 5 a.m. It's not a big deal. Um, one point in college I did. Once in a while you have to pull the all-nighters, midterms, all that stuff, getting ready for finals. Yeah, sometimes I did, but I'm I'm not a big coffee guy and if i do drink it you know i'm soft i gotta spruce it up a little bit i got i've got to add some of the sugar and cream here's the question should i for the show one day before the show go to starbucks and get the dan campbell order should i have the dan campbell order before our show and see see what kind of energy you have? yes all right yes. i'll do it when, when are you going to start drinking it before the show well, I feel like I should before the show. That way you, you kind of see the yes. buzz. Or should I drink it in between breaks? Not before, before the show. The other one during. Okay. He said two 40 ounces. Yeah. Wait, so, wait. okay. You, you knock out. Yeah, exactly. You knock out a 40 ounce before the show. 
and then the other 40 throughout, and we will track your progress. All right. <laughs> I'm He'll not have sure. to get like the Apple Watch heart monitor too, just so we can keep <laughs> track of him. Yeah, just so I, I make sure I don't, you know, pass out here. If you see my chair tip over or something, and I just if I'm out, maybe you guys, uh, you'll be the ones that have to call, uh, call for help. We'll have a backup plan. Okay. Uh, uh, Jake Hassan and Paul Aspen, they work in the Score Studios, and I know our, our boss over there, Mitch Rosen, is on vacation this week. But are you guys? See, I don't even know if this is still the case. But I used to see them every morning when I was uh, doing morning drive a few years back. Uh, did you do you guys know his morning routine when it comes to uh, Starbucks? Have not have not seen it. You yet. don't know anything about it. I also about, about it. it. I've seen Mitch at Starbucks, but I was in the middle oh, yeah. of the day. Okay, so I have a feeling it's still going on. So way back when, do you remember when interns existed? When companies allowed people to have interns? That, oh yeah, they worked for gone. free. Yeah, <laughs> they work for free. <laughs> Paul like jumped in right away when you were at Comcast. Did you have them? Did you send them out to get stuff done for you? I did. Well, actually, once well, in there's a, a funny story there. Um, so one time I came in. It was this after a night out, and I uh, I, had to, I was video producing, so kind of like monitoring everyone, you know, cutting highlights in the back. So there's a fresh crop of interns and. I uh, came in and I wrote down on a piece of paper. I was like, hey, look, I hate to do this and hate to be this guy. Can you call these three bars and see if they have my debit card? (laughs) (laughs) Find Paul Aspen's debit card, interns. (laughs) I would have loved that as an intern. I would have cracked up. I would have been right on it, though. That would have been awesome. I kind of forgot about it. And then after I was living in Houston, I go back, you know, stop in the office, see everyone. And the one woman, Taylor, who was an intern at the time, she was, I totally forgot about it. And she brought up the story. She was like a full-time producer then. She's like, do you remember that? I was like, well, now that you say it, yeah. But hey, it worked. She got the job done. And then she eventually (laughs) got the job. I I hate it. I hate it to be the guy with the food run and all that because they get enough of that. You hear some some terrible stories about that. I mean, I've I've heard, I've seen stories of making food runs and intentionally, eh. Not giving enough money to the intern, but that's another story. So, the, so the Mitch routine, and I don't know if this is still the case, but it was uh, a few years back. And he, he very generous, always buy coffee, uh, go in the coffee run, take care of everybody. But the routine early in the morning for him, six shots of espresso every morning. <laughs> You're in shock. Every morning, every morning, every that's week, a lot. day morning. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and yeah, he I'm would not... say, he'd say, it's a jolt. I'm like, yeah, it is. that sounds like a jolt. I remember <laughs> when I was a kid, I, I, I there used to be this. Uh, I, do you remember it? It was like when we were kids. There was that old uh, soda named Jolt, and it had like yes, with, with the thunder. Yeah, yeah. Don't, like... They don't market. They don't. They don't make that anymore. <laughs> that was not good for you. <laughs> That was too much caffeine. Even as a kid, like you could take yeah. anything as a kid. You, you take a few sips of that, like you'd be shaking. You're well, jittery, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we, they don't market that anymore. What do you, you go down the, the can aisle at the grocery store? You got Monster, you got 80 different kinds of these uh, energy drinks just packed with caffeine. So there you go. Dan Campbell. He's fine. I He's absolutely good. love him. I love He's him. Good. I'm going take anything on. All right. We start with something fun, but now we've got to make the awkward transition to something that's it's interesting for you. It's a lot of fodder over in Philadelphia. Not not sure if there's anything truly there. And so it started on social media with this report from Chris Trapaso. Trapaso, any idea, Joe G? CBS Sports. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him. I know he's, he's had some um, he's draft guy. 
Yeah, draft guy, and he's had some things about visits, and I know he had the Bears interested in Trubisky maybe before most people. So he's had some things over the years where he's kind of popped up in the news. So Wednesday night, he tweets out, talks are heating up between the Eagles and Texans on a Deshaun Watson trade. Still some hurdles to get over, but both sides attempting to come to an agreement. Okay. Aaron Wilson covers the Texans. He's now with Sports Talk 790 in the Houston area. He says, no trade imminent or developing at this time for Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson, according to league sources. He's a legit beat writer. Uh, while there is interest and in, in teams are conducting extensive due diligence, complex legal situation, no trade clause are all difficult factors to work through still. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk this morning, comes out and says, source says that contrary to a report that trade talks between Eagles and Texans for Deshaun Watson are heating up. They are not. So, yeah, there's a lot going on here both ways. Um, one thing on both sides is that, that are interesting. The, to go to your Florio thing, he, he wrote it up on Pro Football Talk, and he also had this line in there, which is just like eye-opening. Quote, team, one source, it's a quote from a source, quote, teams have to wait to make sure jail isn't a possibility, oh one, one source explained to Florio. So that's out there. But just to add kind of to where that like the – the footprints of where this has come from. The Eagles did just two days ago, clear up $14 million of cap space for this season. They moved money around to open up 14 million. Why? I mean, there's probably a million different kind of reasons they could do it. They could roll that cap room over. They could, they might be planning on keeping Zach Ertz. People thought they were going to cut him or trade him. Maybe they're going to keep now, whatever, but they do open the cap room. So hmm. it does lend you to think that maybe something is happening here. Joe, I don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, this is this is not going away, right? The, the Watson Eagles thing, the Watson rumors are not going away. If it happened, if it happened and he was eligible to play, it changes the NFL. It, it, I mean, it just it changes the NFL for now. It changes the NFL for the future. And the Philadelphia Eagles, Joe, let's say they get him. Let's just let's play it out. They they get Deshaun Watson. Okay. Would you put them as the favorite in the NFC East? There's six and a half win total right now with Jalen Hurts. So, you know, we could figure out what the deal might be. I would I would guess Hurts might go back to Houston, but whatever. Watson's the quarterback, right? Not Hurts. Would you bump them up? Two how, wins? How many wins? Well, two wins is not enough to be the favorite. They'd be at eight and a half then, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, but but maybe Dallas comes down a bit because right. you're winning one or both of those games. There are only so many wins to go around in the division. It would have to be... At least it would have to be three, probably two and a half to three to say they're the favorite. And and there would be a lot of people jumping on board, maybe a little bit too late to place that same wager. Are they going three? And it's not just is Deshaun Watson three games better than the average quarterback. It's is Deshaun Watson three games better than Jalen Hurts, a guy who has what started three games in his career. So a second round pick and you are completely giving up on him. Let, let's OK, let's talk everything going on off the field and how the NFL is going to hand, handle this. This is that's one conversation, but let's just look at it from the Eagles point of view, even though they don't know how many games he's going to be eligible to play this season. If they think he's going to, I, I don't know, play at least half the season. Are the Eagles in general willing to pass, say it was four starts, right? Four starts for Hertz say, okay, Hertz four starts. Sorry, but Deshaun Watson is available 25 years old, prime of his career. We know it's messy, but we're going to have him under control for a while. 
through his age 30 season for five more seasons. So whatever happens with the league, whatever happens, as long as we're not talking jail time, that we're going to deal with that for one year. And we're going to have Watson in his prime. And chances are Hurts like you a lot. But sorry, I don't think you're going to be a top five quarterback like Watson is. Or you're probably saying, I don't think you're going to be top 10 because if you think he's going to be top 10, you would say, let's just let's just keep Hurts here. Yeah, I look, I, I think, obviously, if all things were equal, which means no issues with Deshaun Watson, the Eagles would be doing this yesterday. They would have done it already, yes. right? If you can get Deshaun Watson, you get Deshaun Watson. There's a lot of layers to it now, Joe. And, and I'll, I'll go one step further with your top five, top ten. I, I do think, you know, Deshaun Watson's going to make $40 million per year starting next year. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts makes $1.6 million. How big does the gap have to be in their mind? Like, if, if Jalen Hurts is the 30th best quarterback, it's it's a no-brainer, right? Like, of course. If Jalen Hurts could be the 20th or 18th best quarterback, is it an easy decision? I don't know. I mean, would you rather pay the 18th best quarterback $1.6 million or the top six, five quarterback, five or six quarterback, $40 million? It's, it becomes a team-building exercise. And then, it's, yeah. then you're punting this season in effect, right? Like, I don't know how good the Eagles are going to be. I think the goal over six and a half wins would be competitive. But... If you trade for Deshaun Watson now and he gets suspended for six or eight games, you're effectively punting the first year with a new coach. You're saying we're, we're going to lose. Like, <laughs> like Joe Flacco and Nick Mullins aren't winning any games. Okay, so you don't – there are some people that believe that they don't really care what happens this season. They've got all these picks. It's about the next quarterback they get. Right. And I – I don't even agree with people that say that you have to have Hurts in a deal. If I'm just looking at it from the Houston perspective, going from their point of view, okay, this guy wants out. He's demanding a trade. Let's do what we can with his value. I can't believe this happened. We've got to get rid of him at some point. I'm Nick Casario. I, I want my own quarterback. What, what are the chances that he's going to pick Hurts of all the uh, potential quarterbacks? And they're going to have a very high draft pick next season. I guess the best scenario from him is – from their perspective is you trade him and Watson isn't available to play for at least half the season. So these Eagles uh, picks that you get in return are fairly high because uh, another year from now, if you end up making this move, if they are for uh, some picks down the road, those should be in the back half of the draft. They should be back 10. I mean, really they should, except a, a Watson team did win four games last year, right? It's not a lock. He'd, he'd be a winning Yeah, but that was. I know. It was It was rare. It was Bill rigid. O'Brien. I yep. mean, that defense. They were bad. <laughs> they were bad. Um, my guess still is this is not going to happen imminently, but it's not going away, John. I feel like we're going to hear about Watson, Eagles, and maybe Dolphins and Panthers and other teams' rumors, all uh, Broncos, all the way until the NFL trade deadline. Unless he's suspended. If he's eligible, even you can even trade someone on the uh, commissioner's exemplars. This is not going away till the trade deadline or until he's on another team. Uh, to, re- to remind everyone, how many first-round picks do they have in the coming years, these so Eagles? The Eagles have two. They they were projected to have a third. That was with Carson Wentz playing 75% of the snaps. That's uh-uh. in jeopardy now. So it looks like two and then an extra number two pick. Two extras or two no, including those? Two, two first-round picks, inclu- including their own. They have Miami's okay. next year. And then they could have the Colts if Wentz comes back and plays the snaps. I'm going to guess he's not going to know. Well, he might. He might. There's still a chance. We, we were talking about the outside possibility that he's going to be ready for opening day or at least in the first month of the season. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio. This is BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Coming up next, there's football on your television tonight. Should you bet it? What about week one? We've got some strong leans. That is coming up next. BetQL Daily from BetQL.